Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I am Chaz Chart. I'm Ronnie. Boy, oh boy, Ronnie. Today we are covering Season 4, Episode 80 from you 2,000 years ago of Attack on Titan. What did you think? Two amateur podcasters really nailed the title of that episode at some point. Yeah. People probably think we're uh, manga readers or we had our future selves tell us what was going to happen next. Really impressive work by us, even though I think we said it was going to be the finale. Turns out it was literally the next episode. (laughs) And uh, I wrote my notes here. Ask Ronnie what he thought of this particular episode. Thanks for putting that in your notes. It seems like if you were a good podcaster, you would have done that by yourself. I thought it was uh, just all right, you know. When you think about it, nothing really happened. Yeah, it's a little slow paced for me. (laughs) This far in, I was really hoping to get some more answers. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, it knocked my socks off. I came in wearing knee highs. I looked down at one point, I was wearing ankle socks, and then by the end, I was just toes out. Yeah, we still didn't get any whereabouts of uh, Kit's Worryman, which worries me a little bit. Oh, you worried about Worryman? I'm worried about Worryman, but the answers, they're just not coming. I'm afraid that this guy has either offed himself or he's just not around anymore. Obviously, I absolutely love this episode, especially from the Ymir stuff to the end. I have a lot of questions early on that I don't think necessarily you have all the answers for, but we'll see how you do. do. We'll see how you do. do. I'm the answer guy. Just ask me. All right. I'm going to ask him. Ask me one question right now. It doesn't even have to be about the show. I'll answer it. Um, I don't have a question. You caught me okay. off guard, and I'm not that quick of a thinker. Oh. We, Dude, we should sign up for an improv class. You know, I've been thinking about that recently. Have because, you really been thinking about that? Yeah. I, there is some times where you are very good at improving and random conversations. Aww. I'll give you the compliment. Aww. Now, when we do this, sometimes not so much. I but, couldn't think of a question, but oh, that's yeah. very nice of you to say. Thank you. I'll think of one right now. Uh, when was I born, Ronnie? You were born in April 1996. Good job. Got all the answers. You did well. So should we talk about the episode? I think we should probably do that before people start getting angry. All right, well, we're going to start off with... Oh, do you have uh, the very popular segment that everyone's been ranting and raving about? No, no, Um, no, 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 no. We're not... Chaz's recap of the week? I do not have the recap this week because... all right. Because there wasn't any... There wasn't a good middle ground for me to to come up with some things. Seems like an excuse. We had, you know, we had... One listener came out of the shadows just because she liked it so much. She's like, I've been listening for a long time, but that segment, that recap was so awesome, I thought I'd write in. And here's the thing. I don't want to overdo it to where people are like, oh, that's just a normal segment that's not that good anymore. I'll only do it on good episodes, which every episode so far has been amazing, but this episode, the next one, I'll do it. Okay, right. Kind of seems like people don't know what to expect when they're talking about the Chaz man, but that's fine. So, we start off with the fight, Grisha versus Frida, which I'm kind of glad we got. I wasn't expecting this. I thought we were kind of done with this whole segment, but Grisha's Titan just looks so damn cool that I'm glad we saw it. If there was a uh, NTFL, National Titan Football League, Grisha would be like the best defensive tackle the game has ever seen. Uh, he's going to have a breakout year in sacks, and then once the rest of the league starts to catch on and double-team him, then, come on, we all know the motto, two on me, someone's free. Yep. He's going to be a great teammate, and he's still going to slip through and get a couple sacks 
even though his numbers are going to go down, but his worth is still top-notch. Oh, I completely agree. And I wonder if Ymir in the paths, when she was building him, this is what I have right here, is what was she thinking? Was she uh, again, like, I know exactly what she was thinking. She was saying, I'm going to build a defensive tackle that's really the kind of guy you want to build a program around. Okay. So she's a uh, she's more of a recruiter, not so much a coach, I would say. She's a, a talent evaluator. Okay. Well, I even put right here that uh, he kind of looks like King Fritz that we see here in a little bit. Um, maybe this was a part of some revenge that we have by Ymir herself. Okay. And uh, All right. Just say things very cryptically with probably no meaning. I like that. Because I don't think you know where you're going. Well, well, I do know where I'm going because he does the SMS. Okay? Do you want to take a guess at what Second I... Second acronym we've used five minutes into the podcast. People probably don't like it. Uh, <sighs> the sumo butt smash is what I called this one. See, butt smash to me seems like it would just be the SB. I feel like butt smash is one. It's hyphenated. That's just how I feel. And I said SMS. I think it's SBS. Um, right. And I said, this is what me and my ex used to do all the time. We called it the SBS, and yeah, I would butt smash her. Yeah, he really straddles her. But yeah, he sits on Frida, he starts pulverizing her, uh, then he takes a good old bite out of her neck. And I came to the conclusion that women shouldn't fight. When it comes to a grown man in this situation, he's going to win every time. Okay, okay interesting take as we see... Um... Perhaps one of the biggest girl power episodes the series has ever shown us. But So he smashes the children uh, and the wife, just straight up stomps on them. And then he grabs... With his hands. With his hands. Smash. It's a hand stomp. Yeah. He's got a lot of smashing and stomping. and I don't know how well you're doing so far this episode. I'm on the lookout for you. And then he grabs the older brother and squeezes him to death. Um, This is what I like to do with fortune cookies. Um, They're not that good in the first place, so I like to have a little fun with them. I put them in the palm of my hand, and then I just squeeze them just like this. It's very satisfying. You get a bunch of different pieces, and they just kind of crumble. I don't know what that says about me, but it is what I do. And the fortune always, for me, says, you will find love very soon. Still have yet to find it. Still Um, waiting. That's why I I don't believe in fortune cookies. For that reason. Been having that for a while now. Um, but yeah, this is a interesting perspective because we saw, like in season three, it showed a little bit of this fight, but it gets a little more violent, I'd yeah. say, in this one. We then see him and Zeke again, and what I think is one of the most emotional parts in this series. Would you say that? Well, don't say that because, once again, you were obviously in a very lighthearted mood because while we were watching what you just claimed was one of the most emotional parts of the series, you looked up to me and said, imagine if there's just a guy like walking through the woods right there. So don't tell me that it's the most important. <laughs> when you, in your head, have got just a random hiker a few uh, few yards away going, hey, do you guys know where the lake, lake is? Oh. So you guys look like you're ha- never mind. Oh, well, no, he would say never you mind. guy, you guy, because he'd see Grisha hugging a ghost of never, nothing. Never mind. Is that guy steaming? He just walks away. He goes, yeah. I'll follow the moss to the lake. But was that guy fucking steaming? Well, I did cry. You didn't see it, but I cried the last episode during this moment, and I had to cover it up real quick because I can't let you see me vulnerable. But uh, we get the please stop Aaron again from Grisha as Aaron shoots Zeke out of the memories. 
Don't know how he does that. I'd love to see. Does he do like a little falcon punch, you think, with his mind? I think he gave him a little hip shove. Okay. A little hip thrust. And then Zeke asks Aaron if you put Grisha up to everything, saying that you could show him memories which suited you best. And then he realized that Grisha did all of this because of what Aaron was showing him. He was just showing him bits and pieces of the future. So basically, Grisha was a puppet the entire time, is what I'm getting from this. All right, so let's break all this down. Some of this might be out of order. You might not have talked about it, but I just have it in my notes, and these are where I have the questions. I'm still a little fuzzy on all this. How, okay, how is Aaron so OP? Well, I I would say the Attack Titan itself, if you can get glimpses of the future, that's a pretty OP power, but not really, because you're just seeing, you know, the future inheritor. But where he becomes very OP is that... He now is in the paths, seeing the past, and since he himself is the attack titan as well, and the founding titan, he's essentially seeing the past with his future mind, which then sends signals to the inheritors. I understand that when he came in contact with Historia, he saw certain things, but he straight up tells Zeke somewhere in here, like, I couldn't have done this without you taking me through father's memories. So how much did he see? Is he, at that point... Is he just waiting for opportunities to try and get, like, he had to play his cards pretty right mm-hmm. to get into this exact moment with the Zeke. And, so, and, then, and then Zeke even says here in a little bit, you couldn't have seen everything, though. So maybe he didn't even know this was what was going to happen, but it all just fell into place because it was bound to happen anyways. And then this is where, so we get Grisha breaking down into Zeke's arms right here talking about how bad Aaron's going to be, you know, he can't stop anything now. But we know, from my understanding, that's can't, that happened that exact day Yep. when the wall came down. Grisha, like you said, whether or not, you know, there was a hiker going by seeing him hug thin air or not, he had that moment with Zeke where he knows all this, and then he still... Is that just, and then Aaron even says, we haven't gone to see Father eat me yet, or whatever, however he says it. And this is what I get from it. If we go back to like season three, where we see Grisha meet up with Aaron and give him the power, he goes, he asks Aaron if he's all right, and he asks where Carla is, because Aaron didn't show him what happened to Carla, and then Aaron said, little Aaron says, she got eaten by a titan, and that's when you see Grisha's face turn, and he goes, avenge your mother. So Aaron played his cards perfectly to get him to do what he wanted. And then when Grisha found out that the only person he loved in his life, Carla, and Mika, Carla was eaten, he was like, well, now I'm just giving it to Aaron. This this is fucked up. He's like, avenge, avenge everyone, is how I took that. That's as good of an answer as we're going to get. As much as he's breaking down, I feel like that there's got to be more to it, whether Aaron, see, I don't know. Because obviously, if Zeke never took Aaron to go see that, why did Aaron even say, like, everything already happened? That's where you get into a time vortex of well, everything. It's like Grisha couldn't stop anything because Aaron was already yeah. there. But but they're, they're essentially, just, in the past, they're, like, outside of time. Time is, like, infinite and instant at the same time. So, really, they're not even in time right now in the paths is how I take that. Well, in the paths, no, but... So, like, in the paths... Since they can go back and see all this past stuff, it's not really in time. So essentially, Aaron 
future Aaron, we'll call him future Trunks, future Aaron, he's seeing all this past stuff, and that's how, like, Grisha shouldn't be able to see the future of himself. He should only be able to see the future of Aaron. But since Aaron just went back through years of Grisha's life, that's how Grisha was able to see his own future. That what on future? Grisha shouldn't be able to see his own future. Like, Grisha was able to see that, oh, I'm going to kill the royal family. He shouldn't be able to do that. But since Aaron, is, since Aaron has the founding titan and was able to make it to the paths and is going back in the past memories, he is now seeing Aaron see that since he's the future inheritor. So he's actually seeing his own future, which he shouldn't even be able to see. You see what I'm saying there? I mean, yeah. I, yeah, that's... See, like, the Attack Titan is really... We just gotta keep going, because yeah. that's where I just get... <laughs> like, the Attack Titan is really not OP unless it has the Founding Titan as well. So that's how, I guess, Aaron is so OP. Where were we at? I have no idea. We just, just got... Just at the beginning of all this... We got caught in a time vortex there. All this stuff with... um. So yeah, then Aaron tells Zeke that he's grateful for him because his master plan was only possible because he brought him into his dad's memories, and Zeke is being used again. So Zeke's been used by his brother, he's been used by his dad, he's been... I would even say he was half used by Kasava son And this guy just can't catch a break, man. This poor guy. But Aaron said four years ago, he saw his own future through his dad's memories, the kissing of Historia's hand, um, and I and I put here I can't imagine the PMT trip that he got from kissing her hand and seeing all flooded glimpses of the future. And I will not say anything on that. You got one episode where you use PMT trip. You would you would get from a kiss. He so he got that from a kiss that shows him his own future as well. And I put gotta marry her. If you kiss somebody and it's such love that as soon as you kiss her you see your own future. You gotta marry that girl. It's really just a one-sided relationship, though. I mean, Historia is not getting any love from that. If every time she touches him, he just like has life-changing, life-altering future visions. Zeke then realizes that he is—he's pretty much fucked right here. So he yells for Ymir to make it to where Eldians can't reproduce. He then says that Grisha told him to stop Aaron, and he regretted listening to you. I put how ironic is this right here because Zeke has lived his whole life since he turned his parents in despising his father and making sure he does nothing that his father says yeah. and now he's doing exactly what his father told him to do. So Zeke says, I don't know what kind of future you saw through those memories, but you didn't see everything, did you? He goes, you didn't even know that you couldn't use the founder right here. Which is interesting. So Aaron doesn't really see the entire future. It's like Grisha. Grisha was just getting glimpses of certain moments. He never saw just like exactly how everything was going to work out. Right. Um, so does that mean Aaron, see he could see everything that's about to happen even f from now on? Well, I don't know. That's the thing, too, is like how does time work when Aaron gets these visions? Is he... Is he going to the coordinate and spending as much time before he gets kicked out? I don't know. I mean, he kissed he kissed Astoria's hand for an awkwardly long moment, but I don't yeah. think that he's necessarily seen so, all that stuff. I don't know. Okay, so let's go through this real quick. Royal blood, a regular human royal blood. He touches them. He can basically like unlock some memories. 
he touches a pure titan of the royal blood, and that gives him part access of being able to control like pure titans. He then touches Zeke, a royal blood that's a titan shifter, and that's how he can get pretty much access of everything. Right? Well, only because Zeke told or took him there. So it's not like Aaron had well, free. Well, I guess, yeah. He, it gives him access to be at the place, to be in the paths where the coordinate is. It just doesn't... He just needed... He didn't know that Ymir was a slave to royal blood people, essentially, I guess. So then while Zeke's saying this, though, we get Yuki Kaji breaking his vocal cords, from what it sounds like, while Aaron is ripping off his own wrist-slashed hand trying to break out of the chains. Owie. He will keep moving forward no matter if you handcuff him or shoot his head off. This guy will forever move forward. Aaron then breaks out, sprints toward Ymir, who's walking towards the coordinate, mm-hmm. getting ready to do what Zeke told her to do. Yeah, type in the keyboard. Yeah. I think there's a keyboard, I'm pretty sure. While Zeke says it's no use, once she starts moving, there's nothing in this world that can stop her. And then we break straight into the OP. I mean, we're lucky Aaron got to her in time. It is an absolute bitch to run in loose sand like that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather rip myself out of the chains, honestly, than run a mile in loose sand. It's just... He's pretty quick in that loose sand, isn't he? You can tell. He's never actually ran in sand from what we've seen. I never even got really the uh, the feeling that Ymir was close. He still had a a good grace period, I think. So after the OP, we get Little Kid Historia. And I forgot this woman was in this show until the hand kissing in this. Yeah, seriously. And this and is Frida. before... Talk the, about Frida, too. Okay, well, this I put here is before the uh, Horstoria phase. Well, that stop saying so, that. Talk about Frida instead. This is when she was an innocent little kid. But talk kid about Frida, you bitch. Wasn't screwing around with farmers. Big Dick Johnny. But yeah, she's with Frida, and they're reading that book again. Frida's cool. I like her. She's very she timeless. Is. Frida tells her to blow her nose and be more ladylike. I'd like to take her to a dance. Although she really got on Historia's ass for that running nose thing. Though. Yeah. That's not cool. I They're literally leaning on a huge stack of hay. I'd like to run some tests. I'd bet my bottom dollar Historia is allergic. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, trust me. I'd know. I had a, to go to a special clinic for a total of three years to get allergy shots on a regular basis to try and keep them at bay. It did not work. Well, you should have stopped sleeping in hay. Did you ever think about that? Hay was only one of the issues. There were many. So do you think uh, Frida, instead of telling people to be more ladylike, if she would have been less ladylike herself, she could have fought Grisha off instead of getting absolutely pulverized and butt smashed and eaten? Um, no. Okay. I like that you're dying on that hill, though. I think I think it was essentially you coming across Aaron Donald on a football field, and that's... <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't think well, it was a fair fight, Chadley. I think I could hold my own against Aaron Donald. All 150 pounds of me. It's like you being like, if you thought I really bulked up for just like a, a winter... Do you think if I came across J.J. Watt, I could take him? <laughs> no. You're well, built like a toothpick. What are you talking well, about? My bulk's up a couple months. Little steroids. Could probably gain about 15 pounds and put up a fight. 
But yeah, she tells her to be more like the girl in this book who in season three, she says the girl's name is Krista. And that's how Historia got her fake name, Krista. But then we get this flashback and it's really Ymir. So was this girl in the book ever named Krista or did she just tell her that to not tell her that it was Ymir? You see what I'm saying? No, I think, I mean, obviously I I don't remember. I think, um, I think the story probably was just named Krista. But it's actually Ymir. I think that's what you're supposed to okay. to get. Okay. Just based off yeah. the way that it transitioned. Cool. Frida says this girl is always thinking about other people because she's so kind. As we see the backstory of Ymir as she's getting water from a well. And it looks to be a blind village. Ronnie, what, mean, did you have a take on this? What's up with the eyes, dude? Is That's the kind of shit that I just know we are supposed to be taking something away from it, but... I just don't think we got the chops, Chaz. I, I don't think they're blind. Do you I, think... They're going to say here in a second that they're going to take away one of their eyes. Like, I think... Yeah, they're not blind, but... So, I don't know... Uh, do you think because they they eventually end up being slaves, that's how they just portray them? They're just mindless walking around. They're going to be slaves here in a little bit? Well, you said... This village. No one has eyes, Oh, you're right. right. Even King like, Fritz The king himself. didn't have eyes, so no... Oh. All I can go back to is, and this really, I don't know what it means, it's just something I remember with the eyes thing. You go back to Willie, kin of our saviors, who put on the play of our generation, all of the actors and actresses that they were reenacting the story with were blindfolded. So something's going on with the eyes, maybe, I don't know if it's important or not, I don't know, I don't know. Do you think they just didn't have enough budget to put eyes on these people? (laughs) Well, they had enough budget to put the blindfolds on the people, so you know, they're... Taking away from the eye budget, putting it in the blindfold budget. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, But she is. She's so nice. She's getting this water from the well, helping out her village. Seems like an innocent girl. Nothing can go wrong. When an army shows up, Mm -hmm. and this is where you're going to have to help me out here. I didn't watch this televised series. Yeah, I mean, this is just straight up, you know, medieval times. It's a tale as old as time, really. Game of Thrones. You get this. It's just... So people coming in... To say hi? To overrunning a village, raping, pillaging. Yeah, they set ablaze the village and capture pretty much all of them as slaves. We then see these... I call them spearmen. Is that what we should call them? Go for it. Spearmen cutting out the tongues of one of the villagers. Um, and it also looks to, to be, after they do that, they push Ymir forward. So we, I assume we, we come to see that she gets her tongue cut off too? I mean, we never hear her talk... I do think that's what we are to believe. Um, the more important thing I thought was I urge everyone to go back and look. It's super quick. But when in line to get their tongue cut out, Ymir is standing in front of the man himself, he who must not be named, Lord Voldemort. He made a cameo. It was great. Multiverse Voldemort, dude. I cannot believe they, they added this in He's here. on the right of the screen. Just go back and look on your rewatch. He's there. We then see Ymir watching a couple get married. While tonguing each other. Did you catch this? No, you said you want to sit here and watch this for a second because you paused at an inopportune time. We don't get to see a lot of kissing on this show, so whenever we get it, you gotta watch it. But I said, no, perv, let's move on. And there was no tongues. I can only imagine, though, she's thinking, if only I had a tongue so I could tongue somebody as well. That's what I got from that whole scene right there. Yeah. But then again, can you even live, can you live without a tongue? Is that possible? Yeah. You can? Yeah. Maybe they only cut off the tip. Because if you cut off a lot of the tongue, I feel like you're dead, right? No. No? I don't think so. 
you ever gotten your tongue? I mean, back? why why do you think you would die? What do you, the tongue is uh, for taste? It's a just a muscle, you know. It's. I thought that if it's not you, like it's an or like a, I thought a it bleeds v- bleeds very much. You could bleed out. Oh well, see that's the from my you know I've got a lot of knowledge on tongue cutting out. You have to do it with a very hot blade, so it cauterizes the wound as okay. you're taking it off. Is I believe what you got to do. So they're cauterizing. It's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They're cauter. Okay. Now, what do you think they do with the cutout tongues? Do they? Oh, I mean, people like this. Like I said, it's a very fatty muscle. I'm sure you're you're getting a lot of pr- uh, fat protein from it. So I'm sure they're eating it. Because this is medieval times, so they don't not they don't have all the access to all these foods. And <laughs> I mean, as you saw a second or in a second from now, they had one pig. So, got to get a fat yeah. sort of that one pig. I mean, how does that even happen? Don't pigs have to fuck each other to make other pigs? You know. Well, that is how reproduction works, Chad, but I don't have time to go through that with you right now. Well, think about that. You can't have any more pigs if you only have one. It's not like some pig's going to... It's not like Flagel's going to crawl up and yeah. plant its seed in it. You're right. Perhaps they had a you know a sickness and they had to kill some off. Or... God, man. I would love to live 2,000 years ago. <laughs> so all of a sudden, though, after we see this couple get married, and we're supposed to assume that this is just... This is Eldia taking over. This is just a random couple from Eldia that she's seeing. Well, the interesting thing is, obviously, we know that Ymir and her little village were Eldians, because she's obviously pretty Eldian. Um, Pretty Eldian. Or else she wouldn't... But that's also... You think she's just... She might not be, actually, now that I think about it. She could just be a random village. She might be the only Titan that's not Eldian. But, so, but not Marley, and either just a random villager that's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could just be a poor village, like a a random land that they're taking yeah. over. And just, but then she obviously yeah. did the deed with the king, and so her children are Eldian, and then... I don't know, that's interesting. But yeah, but then we see that someone let the pig out. They let the pig out of the pen, and who did it? Who did it? Who freaking did it? King Fritz says, if nobody fesses up, everyone here is going to lose an eye. Um, because slaves, they don't need two. No. They can do with Especially one. Especially when they're just white cue balls. You guys yeah. can really do with just one. Is a pig really worth that, do you think, back then? Now, I mean, what did that, with Dude, the pig. it's not about a single pig. It's about honesty within the community. Okay, well, I, as we see here, if I don't they think let one pig honest. free, it means they've probably let other things free in the past. You know, you got a problem, you got to find the root of it and deal with it. So this makes this sense. This is good kingly work, right D- here. Did Ymir do it? No, I don't think she's well. Did the, let the pig go. I don't know. Frida said that this girl was kind to everyone. She was probably kind to the pig and said, "Be free, my pig." I mean, I'm not saying that she didn't let the pig go, but I also think she's living. I, I don't believe that she just did it in front of all these people. Allowing them to just point the finger at her. I think she's living in a town with a bunch of snitches. Yeah, well, well, why did they all point at her? This poor girl, dude. Well, I looked around because I was like, okay, in a case like this, what you got to do, and it's a sad truth. Point out the weak. You got to point out the oldest fart there, okay? Well, you know what's sad about this, though? But she's, there were no old She's people. not old. She, she seemed to be one of the weakest slaves, though, and I, I assume they just all pointed at her because she was one of the weakest Yeah, slaves. you look around, you know, the old people, they probably got... If they even made it to old age in this time period, didn't seem like the healthiest conditions. 
they were probably killed upon siege or whatever you want to call it, when they ransacked the village. And then secondly, there were no other kids around really. Yeah, and what? How old would you say this this familia is at this time? That's a great question. Don't call it a familia. Um, I'm going to say she is like fourteen. Um, she's just recently gotten her first blood. First blood. Like she's like her license to drive a horse or what? No, no, no. So um, she just had she became a woman recently by medieval standards. Oh, you know we play by um, God. Some what I would consider much needed rules nowadays. But like I said, this is med- medieval times, and back then, once, I see what you're once saying. the shop opened, it was or yeah, her first bloody. Once nose. you got everything set up, they pretty much opened for business. There was no. Her first bloody nose is what you're saying. Like, her, her bloody pelvis. You know, like the first time. it makes me very uncomfortable talking about it, so yes. Okay. Let's call it a runny nose. But this uh, this moment when they're all pointing at her, I got major season two Ymir vibes, where that, her whole clan or whatever that tried to prop her up as Queen Ymir or whatever that was. Right. They all just basically did the same exact thing that they did to this Ymir. Mm-hmm. They all just threw under the bus. It's like a never-ending cycle. We're going to see stuff later. It's like stuff that just keeps repeating, keeps repeating. By the end of the show, you know what it's going to be? We're all pointing at Historia. End of the show, it's going to be future Aaron just dreaming the entire time, and it's all going to happen again and again and again and again and again. So the king then tells her as she bows before him that she is free. So I was thinking, wow, this this guy's so nice. What a good guy. What a stand-up guy. He's just like, listen... We can't have you be let. Or we can't have you letting loose pigs and animals or whatever. That's our, that's our life. You know, you're, that's our food. So just get out of here. We can't have you here. Yeah. We're gonna let you. You know what? Go run half a marathon. You're free to do whatever you want. We're gonna, t- we're gonna test your uh, running abilities. And then as she's running, they just start to spear her down. They just start coming after, her, shooting arrows. It's a cruel world, bro. And then, uh, I was gonna put here. She's not very fast. She's a, a lady. Not saying that ladies aren't fast. If I was in this situation, I would outrun the horses and these people, I believe. You wouldn't. This, I mean, this is also, it's a classic move by people in charge. They don't want a guilty conscience. So what do they say? They say, oh, you're free, but also we will hunt you down. Yeah, she, so she gets shot in the leg with an arrow, gets shot in the arm with an arrow. And she stumbles down and then looks up to see the tree of life. This is the path's coordinate tree. Mm. So this little tree... Think about this, Ronnie. This entire fucking show, we've seen this tree-looking thing, and it was an actual tree the entire time. I'm not so sure. Jack called. He wants his magic beanstalk back. (laughs) So she's escaping from the men as she walks into the tree cave. There's now a cave in the tree, this thing. I mean, you would go in it too, wouldn't you? How sick did this thing look? Yeah, I mean, it looks cool, or especially when you got people coming on your back. <laughs> oh my! Especially a, lot of, have, a lot of things look. Especially great. when you have people running um, behind you. They didn't want any part of it. They were spooked by the magic beanstalk. Because you know what's usually in there? Treemen. There's usually like some type of creature that will just—you never know. Like it could be. 
Dude, for all we know, Sasquatch mm-hmm. could have originally been. And in now this. that I'm thinking about it more, there's no way I would walk into this thing. Even with two arrows in it? I'm a well with two arrows in it, maybe we'll see what happens. But I'm a very scared person by nature. I'm not brave or anything yeah. like that. So Well you would have never made if it. If I'm far. just roaming around. If they told you you were free, you would have taken I don't a couple know. I've steps. Got, and... They're going to have to put a few arrows in me because i got some cushioning. But I, I'm I not sh- going to be taken down by two arrows. Are you kidding me? You're gonna well, have to she play... wasn't. Hey, she got shot twice and then just stood up and started walking. This was That's, impressive stuff. Yeah, It's going to take a few more to bring yeah. old Ronnie down. And I think they were being generous. These aren't the sharpest of arrows or the hardest of arrows. They were being nice here. I also would go... Uh, uh, few yards east where i've stored my pig companion and i'd ride him to victory you didn't think about that Dude, i did you're like, so right i did let go of the pig but you i did. stored him somewhere and you whispered in his ear before he ran off go to the east coordinate this way this i'll is... ride you to victory i'm so good with animals but yeah she she walks into the tree cave and then falls does like a water there's like a water slide it's a badass water slide now while i said i wouldn't partake in just exploring this spooky uh magic beanstalk cave i am all about this water slide i'm an adrenaline junkie let me slide down although can i also say i've never been a big water park guy have you not i can never i'm not good there's not usually food venues around it right well it's there are but it's like i'm always wet and you don't want wet hands grabbing that stuff no, dude, how, I want to be able to look when I'm on a water slide, but dude, all the water is just splashing in my face and in my eyes. How am I well, supposed to? What do you want to look at? You're in water. Well, dude, I want to like see, oh, here comes a turn. I'm so excited. Woo. You know, I don't. Yeah. I, I just so, always pee someone myself. Make, someone make a splashless water park and I am so there. How many gallons of pee do you think are in that water? A lot, but I'm not a beta bitch, so I don't worry about it. I don't you know? worry about that either. I'm just, that's a genuine question. Well, obviously you are worried about it, because here we are talking no. about water slides, and you're worried about the volumetric uh, amount of urine in the if place. If I was worried about it, I wouldn't take a urine every time I jumped into a swimming pool, okay? And if you don't take a urine in a swimming pool, you're lying. I, I refuse to believe that anyone in here, if they have to urine, they get out of the pool and go urine somewhere. Well, you said anyone in here, it's just me and you, and I think we both know that we partake in that pastime. Well, anyone in our podcast okay. listening. Yeah. We're in everyone's ear canals right now. We're using, we are using the paths to talk to everybody right now. But anyway, she falls deep into water. Now, is this a real thing? Do trees actually have like, is there real trees out there that do this? Have lakes inside of them? Yeah. Well, it's not a lake. It's like a pond. I don't know, dude. This see, it's I see looking this pretty like ponds. Oh, show me one pond that's this deep, you fool! God, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know my tree. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna go twenty feet down into in a pond. There's never been a pond of that depth. I don't know my tree anatomy that well, dude. I've got normal trees around. Well, me. how about your water or body of water anatomy? Well. Now, is this also on, are we supposed to think that this is on Paradis, this island? Everything that's happening right now is on Paradis, or is this, or just on the continent of Marley? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. I would definitely say it's on the other continent. All right, well, she falls into the pond, okay? And she takes a little piss as soon as she gets in there, 
And then a parasitic worm alien type thing mm-hmm. swims up to her and attaches to her spine. Good name for it. Um, essentially giving her the power of the Titans, and then she transforms into a massive Titan. And do you think, to me, this Titan looks as big as the Colossal? Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's a big one, yeah. but maybe not that big. Maybe I'm or wrong. Or else I- it's just more... It's hard to tell when there's no walls around and it's just people on horses. Yeah. I wouldn't say quite that big, but definitely bigger than a 15 meter, but very well structured. Yeah. You know, it's not the Colossal where it's slow, you know, it's got some movement to it. It's got some agility. I'll give it 30 meters. Do you think that the tree is still out there somewhere? Are we going to see the tree? Now it looks, I, I mean, tell me how you chopped down that tree. Not happening. The tree is not out there. The tree is in the paths. And the only way the tree will come back is if the paths are destroyed. The tree then comes back. Yeah. And then it happens all over again. Obviously. We just figured out this story. Good job, Ronnie. Clearly. When she died, the magic beanstalk died with her. And that is obviously the coordinate. Duh. And now, so now after that, we get Ymir. So we imagine that she turns into this thing and doesn't attack the chasers. Yeah. Which, Which this is, this is where it gets really disturbing they to They really skip, skip, skedaddle over that part, didn't they? Well, I think we see why here in a bit, and it's very disturbing. Um, we go back to Ymir, and she's kneeling before the king, who congratulates her for doing well. I put here it's some sick shit because she's basically enslaved to this guy and almost brainwashed to the point to where she's already like she's like in the past how she's already everything for the royal blood she's like that before she even died too and it just carried over I so I buy that spoiler alert later on when she dies for him and has had her children but right now I don't like the bullshit you gotta show me more well, think about it. If she was like this since a little kid, imagine being captured. Okay, imagine Ro- little Ronnie. Little stocky Ronnie, five years old. He's running around, playing outside. A guy comes up, captures you, takes you away. First of all, I don't think she was five. Well, this I'm giving you a scenario. Okay. <laughs> he captures you, takes you away. Yeah. He stores you in his basement, feeds you only McDonald's, years on end. Okay? Okay. He's like, you're doing what I want. He grows up, he teaches you. He teaches you how to eat. He teaches you how to use Well, a obviously I was already eating, so come up with a better scenario. He teaches you how to wipe your mouth. I have mouth. been eating. And this guy, he just constantly feeds you McDonald's. He says, oh, do this favor for me, I'll give you McDonald's. You're going to do whatever that guy tells you to do. Because you were like that from a little kid. The king wasn't even there. I don't think he went on this hunt. All right, She should have fucking punted these guys <laughs> to next Thursday. All right, Past okay. next Tuesday. Well... She's blind. She's blind. Ronnie. I've got a gripe. <laughs> I've got a gripe with that part. Okay. Well, and even if she was blind, she now regenerates, so she shouldn't be blind anymore. So you're right. And her tongue. Her tongue should be back. Yeah, as her well. tongue should be back. She can be able to taste and tongue anybody she wants. Or um, a more likely thing that she could have done that we didn't see, other than those two horrible things you said, she could have talked. Yeah, but we never saw that. No, we didn't. We also didn't see her tonguing anyone either. I would say it's easier to tongue somebody than to talk. 
The king says that she built roads, cultivated the wilds, and bridged mountains. And his tribe, Eldia, has grown large, and he will reward her with his seed. Dude, I hated that. Hated that. What? Don't say that word like that. Also, this was fuck, rom- this was romantic. This is the fucking worst reward ever. I'd rather I know. I'd rather turn in my tickets for a couple Tootsie Rolls than this thing. Jeez. Yeah, this guy looks like he's in his fifties too. He's uh. not. He's not a good-looking guy, man. And who says their seed? That's something I would say. Like that's not. Yeah, a fucking douchebag is who. And then he says, in the name of Fritz, annihilate Marley. So we then see her fighting with Eldia to take down Marley. And, you know, a couple couple moments go by. We see their army you know, attacking. And then we see her sitting on a porch pregnant. And she looks just like Historia on the porch pregnant. And I'm not going to call her a whore because she seems like she's had a rough life. The Titan, her Titan is so cool, by the way. It is. I think it might be... I think it might be a top three Titan for me. Whoa! Top three. Well, you know, that could definitely be in the moment thinking, I'll get your take later on after you've had a second to cool down. Uh, But it is very cool. So, I mean, it might be up there. Just calm down, okay? Okay. So, yeah, here we go. Pass Um, it off to Ronnie. She continues to just help Eldia dominate with the Titan as they continue to prosper and build a damn kingdom. She has three children. They're putting up castles and keeps. And uh, there might be a bell tower. I didn't see it, but there might have been a bell tower. So she's essentially, she's not actually building this stuff. She's just wiping out. I think you're out. just to understand that, you know, they've just, they've gotten, their force has grown so exponentially yep. by taking over and stuff that... There's no one to come try and take it away, so they have time to build a civilization. And because we saw the reason thy I neighbor, say that. I wanted to say thy neighbor, thy, neighbor. thy neighbor is my neighbor. So let's build something. Okay, because I was just gonna say Tom Sava when he was talking to Zekeri back in season four, part one. He said that she touched the source of all living matter. So that's why I didn't, you know, I mean, obviously in the past, she's doing some weird shenanigans of building stuff up. Didn't know if, you know, in no, We saw the, the hard life. work. Those guys had some blueprints and they were hammering away, making those structures. And that's really beautiful because when you do that, a part of you gets left in that building and they've been telling their generations about how their life or their family helped build this stuff. Hey, all ancient memorials and monuments were built by slaves okay and we move on on that light note oh yeah because this is you know this is such a light episode what am i supposed to say ronnie well yeah it is a very light episode here we go we have a town meeting all right we're we're welcoming in some new brothers of arms they uh they look like they're swearing in some soldiers from what i guess we could assume is the Nation of Marley or just somewhere else. Obviously, there's a bunch of different things going on, but yep. these look like some white dudes, so that might be Marley. Um, when one wise guy gets fancy with it, throws his spear. Nice move. Oh, dude, this was a sick throw. It I was. Mean, you can tell these guys are way better with combat than, you know, these puss wads who use machine guns nowadays. and They oh, actually use yeah. hard-earned weapons, man. 
Yeah, for sure. It was just a lot more time went into perfecting your craft. Yeah. Because what else are you going to do? There's nothing else. There's no... You can't just watch TV. What are you going to do around there? Can't do it. So he throws a spear. It's one hell of a shot. Uh, it seems like a bad way to do business, though, to allow recently overtaken soldiers remain with their weapons by their sides. It does. It you does. Know, this is a this is a mistake by King Fritz here. And they got a lot of they got a lot done in a decent amount of time. So who am I to judge? You know, they've obviously built this empire. But come on, take take the spear away. Have a few meals with them before you arm them. Yeah. In this instance, though, it does put an end to our dear Ymir as she sacrifices her life for this dirtbag of a king. Straight in the heart. Straight through the heart. And I put here, this could have been the fake Helos, the mythological figure that, uh, you know, that Willie Tiber and them created later on. They could have based it off of this guy right here. Yeah. This could have been through the history books. Put an end to the Great Titan War. And so he... uh, the king tells Ymir to get up because she can't die from a mere spear. I thought that was a nice <laughs> yeah. line from the king Fritz there. He says, and then he also is still calling her my slave, which, you know, it's just not healthy to have three children with someone you're still calling Time, your slave. Times were just easier back then. For All men, right. For men. She then arrives at the coordinate while back in the real world, they are chopping her up to feed her to the daughters. Yucky. <laughs> Yucky is right. Um, I've. Uh, can you it's imagine? It's the sequel to Owie. I don't know if we've ever done it before. I'm giving it, I'm giving it a big ol' yucky. I feel like we've become... Um, what is the word when you become... Oh yeah, we've become desensitized to mm-hmm. cannibalism. Because we've seen massive titans eating people. It hasn't been humans eating them. But when you see mere young children eating a human body. Eating their mother's organs, bones, organs, organs, blood. Yeah. It it doesn't look as good as when a titan does it. So that was also King Fritz's great idea. He seemed like a pretty cool guy. Well, uh, did it work, though? uh, Did it work, though? It worked. Okay. This guy's a genius. The daughter's names, by the way, Maria, Rose, Cena. Now, okay, I I don't want to say that I'm a fucking genius. I've okay. never said that about myself. But as soon as they had also, three kids... Also, no one else has ever said it. Well, there's been people that have said it. I've kind of downplayed it. But when I saw that she had three kids, I go, it's the name of the walls. And I should have said it out loud to you, but I didn't say it because I was like, oh, I don't want Ronnie to think yeah. that... That I, my future self uh-huh. told, told me about this. Yeah, so. I should. That's crazy that you did that. I also should have called it because there was a few episodes back we were watching where I was like, "Dude, I bet Aaron gets decapitated. He goes up to the coordinate. He then goes through his memories with uh, Zeke of his fathers, and then he then convinces Ymir that he is what we need to do to break off all this break uh, this cycle, this domination." Yeah, he then comes out with a very large spine. And then starts the rumbling. I just didn't say it, but I thought about it. Well, I thought. Here, of, no, here. I, I, well, I thought I'll about give it first. You, I'll give you yours if you give me mine. And well, well I'm, mine I, seems more impressive, but we'll call it one to one. I think I thought about it first. Uh, King Fritz finally reaches the end of his line or life from old age. He looks like he's about to kick the bucket. 
He tells his daughters to bear as many children as possible to carry on Ymir's blood. He so, says, if the daughters die, feed their spines to my grandchildren. This guy's all about spines. So, getting this history right here. Marley's history of what happened and Eldia's history of what happened were both essentially not 100% true, which we knew. Which, history, that's how... That's how history works, <laughs> even our history. Even though people don't want to believe that, but... Essentially, Eldia's doing that to themselves, kind of. It's kind of a weird fucked up thing, you know what I mean? I mean, they did overtake Marley and everything, but they're they're devouring themselves, which is a weird twist I got here. Devouring themselves? What do you mean? Like it always said that the Titans ate all the Marleyans and all this, but really they were devouring themselves as well, which was... I mean, you have to do that to transfer power, but they were doing that in human form, which was a big twist, I thought. Yeah, I, I do think it's... You know, while I don't necessarily condone the eating of the spines and all that, More. they are at least dead. Yeah, they. I they, mean, they're on the way out. You know. Yeah, it's not like he killed her. He's like, I'm gonna kill her, and then you eat her. It's like she already died. So. Yeah. I mean, what's the big deal? It's like if I was on an island, had nothing to eat, and my buddy Ronnie over here died from like a, an accident. He slipped on a rock, hit his head, and died. Was still alive, but I kind of finished him off. I would eat him. And they'll probably be able to uh, last pretty long, so you're welcome. If Okay. Lot, what would you eat first of me? A lot of protein on this boy. If I died in front of you, I was the only source of oh, food. Oh, God, I would die in a week. There's no fat on your bones. What would I, I mean, you, your, there ass, is. your ass is not very nice. Um, I've <laughs> Don't seen, say nice. I've seen Don't your, say nice. I've been squatting lately. Probably your ball sack. That thing's really the largest thing you got going for you. It's very hangy. I've been told that a lot. It's hang, very hangy. <laughs> Which is weird for all those people to tell you. I, you know, it seems like they would have come up with a better name for I it. I know. In the locker room, they used to call me Sir Hangs a lot. Was... Which was a terrible nickname. Really bad. Not creative at all. So, yeah, they're eating. The daughters die, feed their spines to the grandchildren. And we struggle a little, little bit with the whole how the Titan multiplying thing went. I think you know? I would eat your nipples first. Okay, that tastes like pepperoni. If you just eat the spine rather than just get spinal fluid, do you just get powers? Because so we see the shot of eight Titans, all accounted for except the founding Titan. Okay. Yeah, which is presumably Ymir herself, I guess. Right. Yep. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, we were like, how. How did they get to eight? If you just yeah. eat any part of Ymir, do you just... Because the original story by Grisha, like in the, in those history books, was she made a contract with the devil. When she died 13 years later, her powers split into nine different titans. Mm -hmm. So now we see that really she died after 13 years. Her chil three children ate her, so presumably they got... Do you think when they ate her, one of them got like the armor, one of them got one, or do you think they just turned into pure titans? No, that's a good talk. Let's hold off on it for a second. Okay. Are we to believe that the way you become one of the nine titans is, was also like lost in history? Did they just be like, oh, the way you do it is you got to become a big titan like a pure titan, and then eat it when you actually didn't. If you just ate someone's oh, spine, my God. you could have. But they were like, 
oh, you know, I don't want to eat something as a human. It's easier, easier to do it if I'm just a mindless titan and Dude. the spine is part of the whole body. You know? So really what you're saying is that, like, say Reiner. Say they capture Reiner and just eat his... They're in their human form and they eat his spine. Yeah. Now they have another titan power. Is that what you're saying? Perhaps. There could be more than nine. Right. Just because, obviously, these three girls, they were never... They're just part Eldian, right? They never became a pure titan. Looks like they just ate some of their mom's ordeal and became... Oh, her ordeal. Don't say it like that. Well, there's just a lot going on there, you know? It's not so much the spine. They ate her all, so... Dude, just imagine seeing them, like, sucking on the spine. I don't think they were necessarily... I don't think they were... uh, taking their time with it what if he made them what if he said take your time i don't think he said act like you're having the most delectable meal of your life just like a chicken wing when you just slurp down the meat and you're just essentially sucking on the bone they're just oh god what Um, is this world man it's okay so do you know what i mean yeah okay cool i know what you mean but then so then the question was what about the founding titan Obviously, when we see the picture, there's only eight. We know the founding titan's out there. She was the founding titan. The three daughters ate it. How did we decide which one? They all couldn't have gotten the founding titan powers. Was that just because she died? So one of the next Eldians that was born, it was passed on to them? Perhaps, yeah. all, All the rules and stuff are kind of like... How the heck did we come up with that, you know? You're yeah, right. she lasted 13 years. Was that just something that was put out in the ether? Is that something that she's doing up there from the coordinate? Lost in is translation. She, is she the one just killing? She's like, oh, this one's 13 years. I'm pulling it. Pulling the plug. Oh, you're probably right. She's thinking, oh, well, I didn't get to live longer than that, so you don't either. Yeah, it's not actually something that's part of the time. It's all part oh. of the coordinate she's doing it. So could... She uh, could Aaron convince her to just end the Titans altogether? Yeah, I'm saying it right now. We thought at the end of this, all the people who were Titans 13 years is up, they're dead. Nah, there's gonna be some funny business at play, folks. Yeah, seems like everything is gonna be all right. (laughs) This is going to have (laughs) one hell of a happy ending. Um, but no, the shot of all eight Titans and being able to pause it and pick out which ones would, that was was a good time. I I like that. The Warhammer looked dope. It did. So we see Ymir in the coordinate molding colossal Titans one bucket at a time. You know, you got to get that sand wet to really mold the structure. You don't want to work with loose sand. I know. I love how Zeke was like, she can make anything she wants, but she only makes one bucket. Yeah. It's like... Okay. She, she built an elaborate staircase to be able to get the height that she needed to build these colossal titans. But you know what? She went, I need one bucket. <laughs> so many trips up and down. And because of that, she's tired. She's falling down, dropping the bucket. And overdubbed at this point is Old King Fritz saying, Even after I pass, Eldia will dominate the lands with its monstrosities. <laughs> oh, I've got it. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this before you get, keep going. Yeah. So she's essentially built all the Titan shifters and stuff. Do you think she was like, oh, that bitch Ymir taking my name. I'm going to give her the shittiest looking Titan. Oh, yeah. I just, we decided that a while yes. ago. She just absolutely shit on Ymir. Shit on her and oh, made Aaron just have cum gutter abs. <laughs> King Fritz goes on. Our Titans shall reign supreme for eternity until the world's end. 
for etern and then Aaron breaks it off. He says, I'll end it. I'll put an end to this world. Give me your strength. We see him. He's now holding Ymir. He made it. He trekked through the sand. He did. Got a hold of her. He says, you're not a slave. You're not a god. You're just a person. You don't have to bow to anyone. You decide. It's your choice. Do you want to stay here for eternity or should I end this? And I love this. Aaron has been trapped within the walls and he's saying, I'm ending this shit. We're, we're being set free, Ymir. Let's go have babies. Let's do this. Meanwhile, I don't know if he said that. Uh, meanwhile, Zeke stands up and starts his long, hard trek through the sand as well. As he's telling Aaron to stop, Ymir, I said, make Eldians unable to reproduce. And he's never been a good runner. We saw him when his when mm. Grisha watched him in training. This guy's never been able to run. He's just only been able to pitch. So. Add once again, the sand to the equation. He slips up a few times. You can go back. You can see it. Even though he's beefy and abbed up, he can't run. Meanwhile, Aaron whispers, are you the one who brought me here? You've been waiting this whole time for 2,000 years for someone. And right as Zeke gets to them, Ymir now has bright blue eyes filling up with tears because of course she does. She was waiting for someone to love her. This is a a good love story. Aaron and Ymir, they're going to... Oh, this is so sweet. Anything else on your great love story that produces blue eyes? Asshole. No, this is awesome, though, because obviously her whole life she was just treated as a slave, and finally someone is not treating her as that. Like, even Zeke. Even Zeke was treating her as, do as I say, do this, and Aaron is like, he's doing the same thing, but being his manipulative self, saying that it's really freeing her. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Back in Chiganchina. The magic sea ghost vertebrae jams itself into Aaron's decapitated head. So he wasn't doing a handstand. Whoever said that, though, that was a good theory. I like that. he wasn't doing it. Some of the biggest lightning we've ever seen rains down. And it's at this point that I say, oh, shit, he is about to look so crazy. But not so fast, Ronnie. It's crazier because the walls start to immediately shatter. We thought... We might have just seen the end of Flock and Magath as both of them fall into the crumbling walls. More on that later. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Well, I want to say this too. When it's coming out of his head, I put right here, it's showing that this man is no longer a nape dweller. He is the fucking titan now. Ooh, okay. That's what I caught from it. It's growing from Mm -hmm. his head. Yeah. So that essentially means that he is, is he the fucking titan now? Like he, he himself, he's not even a human anymore. He technically did die. But his new body is the Titan. I got mad when you said Nape Dweller. <laughs> but then you made a pretty good point, so you won me back over to your side. Congratulations. Nape oh Dweller. God. Damn, yeah. the more the when you say Nape Dweller, it makes me like what I said even more. Where do you come up with this stuff? It's just You're just like stumbling through life. I don't get it. It's really a magic touch you have. So what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Nate dwelling. The walls are tumbling down. What a moment. Never thought yeah. we would get it this early. And, dude, I, uh-huh. the, dude, think about the walls coming down. Like, anybody that's near them, they're going to die. Yeah, they sure are. These are big walls, man. These aren't uh, small. Although, a lot of people are near them, and I think they might be okay. In theory, yes, you're right. 
You know, we got some ODMers, so they'll they'll be able to get away. You know, the Titans, shifters, they shouldn't die from it. But like, if you're just a civilian standing near it, you're fucked. Right. Yeah, I never thought we'd get it this early because I, I was sitting there thinking, there are seven more episodes. What are we gonna be doing? We're gonna be rumbling. You seem honey. like you got all the answers. What, what do you got for? We're gonna be rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby's watching all this go down being like, damn, all I did was snipe the guy. <laughs> yeah. And this this is when I said, you should have gone for the head. It's like when you're playing a video game and you're fighting the boss. And maybe it's a really hard level. You couldn't, you couldn't beat him or whatever. It took you a few tries. Then you finally beat him. You're like, all right, yeah. And then he immediately just rises stronger. You're like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? This is, my f- this is like a Dragon Ball thing. Where you're like, oh, I defeated him. But really, then Goku just has another final form. This is like his 70th final form. <laughs> He's got one more in him. Aaron's spine, it's growing exponentially. The armored titan, it's racing to protect Gabby. And then we get a calling card. About time. It was the only thing this episode needed to really round itself yeah, out. This was awesome. According to legend, the founder Ymir obtained the power of the titans when coming into contact with quote-unquote something for generations her blood and power were passed down by the eldians parasitic alien-esque looking thing vertebrae vertebrae parasitic alien-esque vertebrae worm okay that's what it is but but a worm is a non-vertebrate so you're yeah but that but this is an alien species so really a worm and a vertebrate can exist in alien tech all right it's got a few kinks we'll work them but we'll work them out but this kind okay it doesn't it, obviously this is very very alien like this wouldn't really make sense but to me it makes sense in my own head it's like a parasite okay they ate her right so the parasite went with them so that's how anybody that was born and is an eldian is born with part of the parasite in them and it just takes a little spinal fluid for that parasite to get triggered and oh, cause wow. everything it's pretty cool nice Love that. Back in the episode, Aaron is in the process of becoming Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, Colossals are marching towards the sea. I heard, this is what I heard in the music. Oh no, this friend has got to go. Go, go, Godzilla. I wasn't familiar with that song, but I loved that rendition of whatever it was. Guitar Hero 1, I think. Okay. Oh, and I put here, when you see the Colossals, Mm Mm-hmm. Compared to the abomination of whatever animated 3D thing we got of Bert in season three, right? These things look fucking dope. They're very cool. They in their wait, they've been waiting. Mm-hmm. They've been waiting, chomping at the bit for a few years to to be let loose. They about a hundred years of just staring at a blank wall. <laughs> <laughs> you think they were chatting in there? You think they were talking? Yeah. Were they holding hands? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe their arm. We've seen something oh, before. I think their arms were interlocked. Interlocked. Camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Aaron's Armin- Titan scream. When he's doing that, too, he's screaming. And, and like, it sounds pretty normal. It does. Like, which sounds like Mr. Friendly Nice Guy, but... But as we know here, I've got a new name for this guy. And I'll, but wait, hold I'm on. Gonna, I'm holding off on it. I'm holding off. Don't you fucking do it yet. I'm holding off. Dude, don't do it yet. Stop it. I'm stopping. I can't believe you tried to do that. Stop it. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Armin tells Mikasa, Aaron did it. We won. 
Yikes. Okay, when Ry- you said this earlier, Reiner was running towards Gabby. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is Falco? We've uh, got to protect this man. We saw him. We saw him later. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a bit. Are you sure? I'm 100 percent okay. sure. Okay. Now, now, if when I tell you where he was, you might not like that part so much, but okay. I think it's got an easily easy explanation. Don't worry. All right. Uh, he says if the rumbling has begun, Aaron is behind it. He's going to crush the Global Alliance assembling in Marley. Aaron is our ally, and he always has been. Yep. We see Yelena. Nothing can go wrong. She's worried about Zeke, but we have bigger fish to but we have bigger fish to fry at the moment. So I'm gonna stop talking about her. Okay. Yeah. She. I. I imagined a massive breakdown from her where she just goes insane. But all she said was Zeke. Mm-hmm. Mikasa. She is in her field. She's like, Aaron came home to be with us. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Armin then realizes, hey. This seems, Wait a minute. <laughs> this seems a bit overboard. Like, this seems a bit excessive. <laughs> to take down a certain alliance in one country, the entirety of Walmarius Valum, this seems mm. a bit excessive. Why is it so loud? <laughs> and then Aaron goes full Voldemort. You don't get this. With a morning announcement yep. via the intercoms known as all of the Eldians' brains. Through the pads. He says, Hear me, subjects of Ymir. My name is Aaron Yeager. I'm using the Founding Titan's power to address all subjects of Ymir. I've undone the hardening of Paradise of Parody Island's walls. And uh, it's also a cool shot because we're going from Eldian to Eldian, seeing them all... As in the coordinate, in the paths, you know? They're playing in the sand. Mm-hmm. And I won't name all of them, because we really do. We see Jean gets a moment, Connie, all of them. Falco is laying down, like, unconscious. Oh, that's right, because he's just transformed back yeah. into a human. So, you thought a lot oh. was going on for everybody, that poor little guy? There is a lot going on. And, uh... Okay, we saw... Okay. Stressful way to go through this stressful process. You're naming all these people. Yeah. We did see that part of like the parasite uh-huh. looking thing looked like it swallowed Zeke before all this happened. Did you catch that? Because we don't see Zeke at all after okay, this. Okay, I did not thing. catch that. It looked like it the spine like kind of grabbed him. Um, okay. And you, we'll go he, back and did watch Did it yank that. him? Did it yank him? I think it yanked him because we don't see him in this. Oh, God. Okay. It's not a good thing. The tit- uh, Aaron continues, The Titans buried within have begun their march. My goal is to protect, protect the people of Paradis in the place I was born. We then see the only hero that will be able to get us out of this mess, motherfucking Keith Way to stay away from the wine, yep. my boy. Way to just continue and prosper. He's more of a hard liquor guy. So. Let's go. So happy to yep. see him. <laughs> You'll never catch Keith with a wine glass in his hand. And he was so cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. He was like, I think I've been here before. I think that's what he said. He was like, oh, yeah, I think I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron continues. However, the world wants to exterminate my people, and not just on the island. As we see all the people from Liberia, they've taken a short oh, vacation trip to the God. coordinate as well. They're... They're, uh, I would not want to be one of those people. 
And then this was a bummer. Damn it, we also see Flock is still alive. Dude, I put right here, Flock looks like a an ancient hero. He's got his sword planted in the ground, like in the sand, it's kneeled a- down with blood on his face. He looks like he just slayed a dragon. It's a real bummer. I hate does that, he, does hate triple, that guy. Does can, I say, can, I, can I say my part about Flock here? Well, I'm talking about Flock. Does Triple F look like he just slayed a dragon? Yes. No. He looks like he just forgot that he had ODM gear and fell all the way down <laughs> from a 50-meter wall. I hate him. I've always hated him. I've never said one good thing about him. I like to think he sla- he killed one of the Colossals on his way down. <laughs> Aaron goes on. However, the world wants to exterminate my people, and not just on the island. They will not stop until every last subject of Ymir is dead. I refuse to let them. And then we see Historia in a rocking chair looking very concerned slash sad slash, oh shit. Do you think um, the the Eldians on Marley, after hearing that sentence that Aaron just said, Mm -hmm. kind of shit themselves? Because think about everything. That's a good good little (laughs) test that you're doing there. At what point... (laughs) at one point do they all start looking around and go oh no (laughs) they go because because think about all the marleyans on marley they obviously can't hear this speech um you think annie's dad and whoever else we saw marley they looked around and they were like we're not on paradise are we (laughs) or even here's the best one flock at what point does flock who's got his sword stabbed in the sand go oh i'm not a I'm gonna back the wrong horse here. No, I, <laughs> or is he flock, still, flock or is the such whole time? Josh. Does he just stand up and give a genuine salute and like, "Yep, we're taking them all out." Flock is such a chotch. He is 100 percent down with this. He, he just immediately sees that Aaron has the power, so he's just he's like, "Yeah, I'm riding with you, buddy." Flock's the chotch. I've always fucking hated this guy. Aaron goes on. The wall titans will trample every inch of the world beyond this island until every last life beyond our shores is wiped out. While we see a shot of Chad, what are you calling this? Because this is much worse than Mr. Deviant Devil Man. What have you come up with? The mad lad himself, Dr. Genocidal Galapagos. (laughs) Well, let me make sure I've got it. Make sure I got it. It's a mouthful. It doesn't. Let me say, my first note, and I haven't decided how I feel about it yet, my first note, it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, so I'm really going to have to try here. Okay, he's upgraded from the mister. Imagine you've got well, a teacher. Let me try and say it. Let me make okay. sure that I remember how to say it. And then it. I'll explain how yeah, I got yeah. it. Dr. Genocidal Galapagos. That's perfect. Did I nail you it? said it perfect. Are you telling me, did you do this so we can call him Dr. Gigi? Dr. Gigi, yes. Okay, all right. Fantastic. Oh. Now, go on with the rest of your thoughts. I just wanted to say he's not a mister anymore. It's really okay. fucking stupid, by the way. <laughs> when, a teacher, when a teacher is officially, when a teacher has become such a good teacher and has worked so hard, in the field, and it's got their master, it's All got right. their doctorates. They become you? a doctor. That's Aaron. Aaron is too far. He's too far above to be called a Mister anymore. That's why he's Doctor Genocidal Galapagos. Um. All right. Let me just check something real quick. Are you seeing if those are words, real words? Well, just like uh, the 
Why? Why Galapagos? Just that, because he, that sounds like a, a dinosaur, and he looks like one. Okay. Well, it's the Galapagos Islands. That that's where the dinosaur originated from. You know, the Aborigines they they found the Galapagos dinosaur. The Galapagos Rex was originally from that island. <laughs> I don't know. It's it was made famous because that's where Charles Darwin, you know, discovered evolution. But and and it did not. <laughs> did he not just evolutionize? <laughs> did he not just become? Evo- he became evolution right here. So are you just going off of the uh, the idea that he's trying to protect an island? So he's Doctor Genocidal Galapagos. Oh, well. I think it's safe to say he's about to perform genocide. So that's where the genocidal thing comes. So then what about this part? Aaron spent so much of his life being like, I want to see what's on the outside of these walls. A few years down the line, now he's like, fuck the outside of these walls. I'm taking the walls down, but I am ruining, I am destroying everything else. Here's the darker part. If he's moving along with these colossals, he's technically going to see the outside of these walls. He's going to get to see it freely without yeah. anybody trying to kill him. And, or maybe he's saying, fuck this. If I'm not allowed to be free and live on this earth, I'm just going to take it all down. I'm going to imprison myself to this yeah. island. Well, I, well, let's say this. I think he's officially irredeemable no matter what happens. Because, well, let's see where he goes with this. Because even if he does succeed and he takes down the entire world, I can't imagine he's just going to go back into his human form and be all friendly with all of his buddies after killing who knows how many people are in this world. I would say billions, probably. Um, I can't imagine that he would feel very proud of himself. Yeah. Um so it's not gonna be a good end <laughs> we were trying to figure out where he stood on zeke's plan you know zeke was like let's let's uh kill off an entire race and then aaron turns out he said no let's kill every other race except for this race <laughs> which is a wild the start of the show i'm gonna kill all the titans Really, what he meant to say is, I'm going to kill everybody that's not Titans. Zeke tells him his plan, and Aaron's like, I would argue you're not going far enough. Yeah. Yikes. Big yikes. Um, Okay, I'll say this. Is Mikasa going to be happy about this? No. (laughs) Okay. I think that's all that matters. If Mikasa and Armin are going to fully agree with him right here. Not that I think I need an example to prove uh, my feeling towards that. But if I did, I would point towards when she uh, she talked with Aaron after saving him from the Jaw Titan back in Liberia. And she was like, Aaron, what have you done? And that was when he took out an apartment building and a couple stands in a theater. She good, didn't seem good thrilled. Point. Good point. Okay, now who besides Flotch the Chach, who will who will be happy about this? Because I'm gonna go out and say this. Flotch the Chach, he will he's gonna have the massive heart on for this. Yeah, he's gonna, he's be, gonna be all be, about it. He's gonna be all about it. Is there anybody else that's gonna be all about this? Any um, of Aaron's well, friends? Do, you mentioned it uh, unbelievably, I might add, three minutes into the episode. Do we know where Kit's the Worry Man Warrior is? <laughs> that's a good point. Where is this guy? And now, let's hope that he's not anywhere near the walls and he's safe. What are we thinking about Louise? Is she ride or die still? Uh, so, did <laughs> did he 
Now, did anybody know that he was going to perform this task? No. You don't think any of the Jaegerists? No. You think he told Wakeman? <laughs> in your scenario, you think he had to sit down with Flock and the Squawk? <laughs> and said, oh, by the way, guys, here's my plan. I'm going to kill everyone. I think he might have forgotten to mention it. So where do we go from here, Ronnie? That's a really good question. Um, I have no idea. I wouldn't even be able to begin to guess. First off, is there any way to stop this? It's going to be really slow. Do you, Colossals don't move quickly anyway. Imagine moving in water. You know, you can't... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to be a long get two process. E- we might get two episodes just of uh, everyone on co- Colossal shoulders just having a chat. You know what I mean? God, they're going over the point. ocean, and they didn't take a ship. They just ride the Colossal Titans, and they're just having a chat on the way to wherever they're going. So do you think... So you don't trust Aaron, is what you're saying? Is there, is there any way he's re, can be redeemed by this? No. No. It's, he's too far gone. Like, what? He's going to talk to Mikasen? She's going to be like, Aaron, don't? I don't... I mean... This... It sucks, man. It sucks. There's, there's no hope for Aaron at all, obviously. But is there any hope for his friends? Is, there, is he ever going to get to talk to him again? Or is this just it? Oh, yeah. He'll definitely talk to him eventually. Oh, my God. I can't even... This is bad. I don't know how... This is very bad. If you're a human that's not standing on Paradise Island, this might be trouble. I mean, it really is in such a such a point right now where it is like you said, is can Aaron be redeemed at all? I say no, but also the only way that I could even make an educated guess on how this ends is Aaron. Like, what else is going to stop it at this point? Him, he's himself. You're saying that's the only way. I mean, how uh, Zeke obviously <laughs> Zeke obviously <laughs> is pretty useless. Um, I mean, maybe he comes up with something if he didn't get yanked by the vertebrae, like you now, mentioned. Now, here's the even... Yeah, we got to go back and watch that. Here's the even darker part, too, is that there's not really... Like, this is his only choice. Think about it. His whole island, all of the people he cares about, were about to get taken out by the whole entire world. This really is, like, the only thing he can do. So it's not like... I mean, he is far gone, but this is his last choice. What else could he do? How else can he? Stop? I think he does exactly what Armin says. He just sends out a few of them. You take and... a portion of the wall. You take down the global alliance. You show people, no, we're the ones with the power. Leave us the fuck alone. And then I would say, oh, I don't know, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people could stay alive. But that's not Doctor Genocide of Galapagos. <laughs> that's not his style. Bro. No, I'm just taking a moment to perhaps poke a hole in your idea of this was the last option. <laughs> Well, I guess so, yeah. He really sat down and thought about it, and he was like, oh, gotta, gotta trample the entire world. And Jazz was sitting there with Flock like, yep, yep. He was like, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's the last thing you can. Oh, man. So let's think about Marley for a second. I want to I wanna think about people on Marley. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the Marley army, the main of it, is on the island. We got Magath, the general, all of them. So, the Global Alliance, they're not... Are they at Marley yet? I mean, they're... What? They, they were supposed to all attack in, what, a month or two? We imagine. Soon. Very soon. I mean, that's the thing, too, is they had the Global Alliance... Like, 
the big people of the Global Alliance are already there. A lot of them are dead. So I don't even... So, like, the basically the armies of the world still haven't converged and are ready to fight, so this might spell trouble for them, too. Yeah, I don't think so. Because um, the whole point of it was, like, they were Marley's army was trying to wait to get back up so they could go over, and they were like, no, we got to hurry up for... Because they got Falco and Gabby, and that's exactly what Zeke thinks we're going to do, is that we're going to wait, so... And, and, it, and then think about this, too. If they were to try to go up to that Titan and kill his Titan, mm-hmm. you know, stop him, how do they even get up there first? They're, they're going to need a couple ladders. A couple ladders. I would say I would say even more than a couple ladders. Um, Are you uh, suggesting a few? A few ladders. The extendo ones. You're surpassing a couple ladders, and you were putting your foot down saying, we're going to need a few ladders? A few ladders. Okay. We're going to need a lot of tanks of gas. ODM gas gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to need all of the Thunder Spears that exist. And even yeah. then, I don't think that's doing anything. I think I think it's already over the show. I don't think they have to show any more episodes. I'm at a complete, complete loss. I couldn't even make a prediction if I wanted to. As far as what's going to happen. I mean, I... Yeah, I could have never imagined Doctor Genocidal Galapagos would have still appeared. seven episodes. What are we even? Should I should I just call him Doctor GG from now on, or do you want me to keep saying? I want the you to thing? say whatever you want to, buddy. Okay. All right. Now, do you like it? The name? It's a little confusing, but I do. I like it. Okay. Well, it's not that confusing. Well, it's kind of confusing. Well, let's see what the there was no listeners have to say. The genocidal is really the part that I can get behind you with. I don't know why he became a doctor. That part was all. He was always a mister. Well, he's the son of. He was always a mister, and then somewhere in the coordinate in the past, he got us doctorates. He's a son and grandson of a doctor, but okay. Um, and that's about this age is when Grisha took his doctor, his dad's doctor uh, clinic. So it all makes sense to me. And then the Galapagos Islands. That was a connection that he's I on found an island. Confusing. That all evolution. right. Anything else? I think that about covers it. Do you, well, the ending right here. We see uh, Kid Aaron with a scarf on. Well, that um, is the, uh, the in credits. In credits, him with a scarf on. Now it is, it was kind of, because <clears throat> we get the very spooky, like, drawing. I don't even know what it was. It's is just, that his face, his Titan face form? I would say that that's probably a good prediction. And then you go straight into this in credits where you get this uh, wide-eyed Aaron wearing a scarf. Ymir really had to take a lot of years to build that Titan. <laughs> And it was, you know, Ymir, he he had her by, he was holding her, and he said that. Is she looking down now going, ooh. <laughs> She's like, it sounded like a good idea at the time, but now that I'm seeing it, ooh. Yeah, it's sad, man. Alrighty, well, I've been Ronnie. I've been chatty. Uh, you gotta subscribe. Levi gets the Titan Serum from some secret stash they had. We haven't even mentioned Levi, by the way. Levi and Hanji are out there somewhere. Um, Annie comes back and somehow... And they'll, and they'll be able to fix this. Yeah, yeah. Levi, Levi's got this under Levi's control. got this figured out. It was like when Erwin told Levi, he's like, I'm going to leave the Beast Titan to you. Hanji just tells... Hanji's the new commander. She's like, Levi, I'm going to leave Dr. Gigi to you. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. Join the Discord. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us five stars. Come on, people. We want it. Let us get get us to a yep, 200. 200. 
Also, we need 200 subscribers on YouTube. We're close. We're getting there. <laughs> we are killing the game out here. Jeez. Yeah. 200 subscribers? Then mow us. Peace. Peace.